Whoa. GM. Wow. That, that really gets the party started. Every time. Well, two days in a row. God, I forgot to upload that outro video again, too. I'm a liar. I'm, I'm a con. I'm sorry. I, I'm not worried about the outro video. I'm worried about my creature toads bag. Oh, shit. <laughs> GM, DJs. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I, oof. Oh, man. It'll be done. It's too, I actually had it up. I promise. I promise. I, 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 well, I, I used I'm to. the worst. Man, not enough hours in the day. It's crazy. That I believe. We started at 8 yesterday. We did an interview at 9 o'clock p.m. last night with Cody. Interesting stuff. They've got a oh, game. Man. They've got some good art. Uh, we had a translator on, and that was the first time I've ever done something like that. And as far as I know, the first time for NFTs, the global color me P two E excited. <laughs> okay, the show's yeah. over. Sorry, we're done here. GM, 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 GM. Look at all these people: Charlie, Chipper, Bailey, Sandman, Edward Thompson, Mio. Please. What's this? Agreed to the countdown. What? Did you see what's at the top of WGMI today? Ashtray. No, I didn't. Cutter. A small little project known as Alpha Mints. Uh, on WGMI? No, I'm just kidding. No. Oh, okay. I was like, I, I've got to get that listed on there. Um, no, yeah. Holy. Point seven four for Alpha Guys, I think you guys are nuts. Small 300% rise overnight. No big. NBD. Still undervalued. Mm, quite. Don't sell that pass. No. No, that we are. Uh, we are very excited about that. By the way, it is very humbling to know that uh, you know you DJs feel that it's at least worth that, and uh, you know, hopefully more eventually. 0.77 is fud. Fud. Yeah. I mean, hey, we've seen a lot of these alpha groups uh, go up real, real high. And, uh, you know, I, I would put our community up there with the best of them, honestly. Um, oh, we high. We, yeah, no, for no, sure. Hey, hey, we, hey. We, I'm you know, the highest in the room. We didn't even realize a bear market was going on through one of them. The rest of the world like, thought man. everything was going down into shit, and we were just stacking wins in there. It's, I'm not even just saying that as like fluffer to try and pitch anybody. Like this was a a real thing. We kind of had this like epiphany that like people were struggling, and you know, Alpha Mint was eating well. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Well, this is exciting. It's Friday. It's Friday. It's good. What do you got going on this weekend? What are you doing? It's Friday. I ain't got no job and I ain't got shit to do. I'm going to get hot today. Is that different uh, from any uh, other? Uh, any, anyone got that uh, Got that reference? Come on. First person to type it into the chat. Is that Friday? Is it? What is it? Friday? Yeah, that was Friday. Yeah. I got you. I haven't seen that movie in in, uh, in a minute, but so, uh, you know what? I I almost see the sequels more, which were like you know certainly not on the same quality, uh, but they play them on TV all the time. So I, I definitely see the uh, the sequels often. Yep, Miho, you got it. Friday, shout out. Let's you get it. This is very uh, this is very exciting. Um, We've got a good show for you today. We won't quite get into it. Let these DGens get in here a little bit longer. Um, but yesterday, uh, very happy to say that we had the most active chat 
we've ever had on here and the highest average viewers throughout the entire show which is actually incredible um we appreciate that so much so uh let's try early yeah 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 you yeah you're early the uh fms or the uh the am show we're gonna have to nft the am show yeah um let's break some records today what do you think think we can I'm, i'm into it i'm into it it gets me going it gets people going. We've often uh, joked that uh, the 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 morning show is the leading indicator for how NFTs are going to go. So let's manifest this into existence. Um, AM show viewership goes up, NFTs go up. It's simple math, guys. So uh, mm-hmm. go bring some Correlation friends. Is causation? Is it? Is In that how it works? I don't know. What are you thinking? You want to do the drum roll? <laughs> GM, everybody, and welcome to the Friday, January 28th edition of the AM show hosted live on YouTube and Twitch. It is great to see all of the familiar suspects in the chat. I am your host, R2DGen, and I am joined with me for the 70th episode in a row, Mr. Free Market Capitalist, GM hey, user. Wow. Ooh, I cut you off. I, I set it up and then I kept going. I'm sorry. Hey, now, hey, how are you man. doing today? It's Friday. We've got some stuff going on today. We've got a good weekend to look forward to. Wow. And uh, and Monday's looking like it might be pretty good, too. Boy, I mean, these. Uh, th- this is a big week for Mints coming up here these next seven days, right? We got Raid Party today. Yes. Um, oh, my God. You know, hype personified and none of it manufactured. These guys didn't go out and do your normal marketing this is pure holy crap look at what these guys have built that auction starts today at 1 p.m i know we had we got whitelist spots for our moon lounge members i know a bunch of us it's a public auction and it could get a little pricey but boy are we excited to go in that and then of course on monday we have the cool pets mint p2es are lighting up the screens right now we got kaiju releasing their rooftop rampage p2e in two weeks man you know we talked about this being the major trend this year but these next three weeks are about to bear it out yeah it's uh it's gonna be fun to watch because provided everything goes smoothly for raid party i know they're having some issues with uh their website but that's okay um provided everything goes smoothly for them and i think it will and then cool pets goes down without a hype i mean we could be we could retrospectively be looking at this as the start of a next huge bull trend and really uh, just kind of the eternal elves another p2e sorry yes to you uh no our, no yeah we got i mean and and maz our, our young king maz who hosts our spaces quite often did a interview with eternal elves we Got some allowless spots for our members as well for that one. And that's just an orcs. Uh, orcs told us about Eternal Elves a while ago. It has that really yep. nice pixel art medieval P2E thing going on and just another one on the pile. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, for sure. We've got some uh, raid party discussion. I was just going to say, I mean, that team is actually incredible. And like Hassan, the the dev is like just an absolute wizard. So I think it's going to go down without a hitch and that they are going to do very well for themselves and very excited to be a part of that. We we took some time to break down or we're going to take some time to break down how the mint processing works because it is uh, not traditional to say the least. But uh, we're going to help you kind of dissect that 
that a little bit later on into the show. Uh, let's talk. Uh, let's talk about crypto like we normally do to get things kicked off here. Not looking too shabby there. Uh, you know, ETH has been hanging out around twenty four hundred and staying over. It was flirting with twenty five hundred not too long ago. Bitcoin's kind of stabilized around 37,000, but this is a 24-7 market, and sometimes uh, the weekends can be make or break. We saw last Friday being kind of um, a big leg down, and it got a little bit ugly there headed into the weekend. Um, Not to say that anything is going to happen, but sometimes we see these trends. The weekends start to hit, the traditional markets close, and uh, it can kind of dictate where things go. What are you feeling about it? Well, yesterday was a very interesting day. Um, markets had had a great couple days, uh, but at the end of Wednesday, they started to fade pretty hard from the really big pop they had at the FOMC. Now, we came in uh, the next day. We were down uh, as we were coming in, um, and it it started to get shaky to the point where it was affecting crypto again. You know, Ethereum started to roll over and I went to Twitter to check the sentiment and boy, had everybody gone back to, you know, ETH guaranteed 1700. It's bearish. We're dead. We're dead. And you know what? Hey, they could be right. We've mentioned quite a few times that while I do believe and have positioned myself like the bottom is in the chart, has not fixed itself. It is still technically not out of the woods as far as technical analysis goes. If we fell to 1700 this weekend, would I be surprised? No. But I do want to point out that when we talk about sentiment resets, this is exactly what I mean. The first rally gets sold off and nobody believes it. This isn't buy the dip, uh, get back in there, hurry. It's yep, nope, 1700. That bounce failed. We're all dead. So Sure, it could happen. We could see a flush. We could consolidate sideways longer. But right now, all the sentiment indicators and classic variables we watch are are telling us that we're closer to a bottom than not. So I'm still encouraged by what I see in markets. I'm still positioned like it's the bottom, but that chart is still broken technically. So we really want to see it get above that 2800 level goes sideways for a bit put in some support break above 3000 and i think everyone will start you know beginning to get bullish again and positive about uh coins though again i don't expect new all-time highs this year if we slightly poked 5000 or something it wouldn't shock me but i would actually think we would be quickly uh smacked back down so i think we're going to be in range this year uh the range got a little wider than i expected Certainly, but I am, uh, like I said, positioned like the bottom is in. We'll see. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, I would start to personally feel a little worried if it got down to seventeen hundred. Uh, I mean, I've seen that kind of drop down before, and it does cause a lot of panic, unfortunately. Uh, but I don't know what the resistance levels are kind of looking like in that regard. Um, but, but yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I like this like slow and steady up. We seem to be bucking the uh, four-year trend, uh, you know, the stock-to-flow model and some of the other models that people had for Bitcoin where um, the happening happens, you go a couple of uh, months away from it, and then you get the sharp rise up. That was actually in play until, I think, late December. Uh, and now that model 
model has kind of been wrecked a little bit. There's some other ones that it's still following. Um, but you know, the four year, the four year trend is, is a little bit hard to uh, digest. And I think that the market has reached a point where it's kind of going to start getting away from that. I'm, you know, we are still going to see drawdowns as we've obviously seen in the last week or really kind of the last month and a half. But, um, you know, I don't think that we're going to see extended bear markets at, uh, you know, everything at a 90% discount like we did last time. That being said, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we are where we are and, uh, I- I'm with you, like just a, a nice steady up and to the right would be, would be great this year. I know you think it's going to be volatile, but, uh, yeah. So um, let's move on to. Uh, I just actually want to give a shout out. We're going to check out Blockster for the first time. Um, you know, normally we check out Decrypt uh, for no particular reason other than it's kind of just got some of the most poignant news articles that I've seen. But Blockster, uh, shout out to uh, Alpha Mint Mod and uh, really kind of family member Henry Stater uh, for, for getting an article up on here. And he's going to be, be writing for memory. them. For those of you who are oh, in the Men Dojo, Lemenry, because we Le are Menry. all lemons uh, at heart. So Lemenry, shout out to Lemenry. Yeah, I, I can't even say Lemenry. <laughs> shout out to him. He is uh, going to be writing a couple of articles a week for Blockster as they're trying to kind of get their uh, news and tools website out there for people to use. Um, also, shout out to William Laurent, who is, uh, I'm assuming, made this nice piece of artwork at the top there. That's very much in his style and his wheelhouse. Um, but I, what was the position that he took, if we can even talk about that? So he will now be writing an article for them. Uh, it is the NF Times, and this is going to be a regular feature on Blockster. Now, Blockster is a really, really interesting entity. They're focused on media. They actually have their own token, and they do have a social aspect to it as well. So I am just extremely proud of Henry. If you have read his community research write-ups in our community research room for the Moon Lounge members, you'd see this guy could be working for Goldman Sachs. I mean, he treats these NFTs with the utmost expertise and care. This is just a natural next step for him. We're very proud. And I hope everyone goes and reads that there every day. And, And we'll have more news with Blockster coming up here in the next few weeks. He's a, uh, a keyboard wizard. And you can also subscribe to the Alpha Mint Substack where uh, Henry's Right is featured all of the time on that too and get it directly to your email box so that you can read it while you're uh, taking your morning poop or something. I don't know. Oh. Um, just, a, just a suggestion. Oh. Get it, get it right from the source. Uh, what's that? Nothing. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, no problem. Uh, some other news we got going back to Decrypt. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is inviting Bitcoin miners to stabilize the electrical grid. His embrace of the industry may be a counterintuitive and risky play to cover a weak point with voters. Um, interesting. Interesting. They always, obviously, uh, you know, kind of took on their own power grid earlier uh, last year and it did not go very well for them for a little bit. There were a lot of power outages right at the same time that a huge uh, cold sweep was coming in through tech. Pardon me, Texas. Um, but now they're inviting uh, Bitcoin miners in. We've seen, you know, massive growth in Austin. Uh, the city and the state have been pretty crypto friendly in terms of taxes and all of that stuff too. And they, I guess, they're continuing to uh, to to I guess be innovative, if you want to use that word, on, on that front. Um, Texas a- is 
maybe a tough spot for Bitcoin miners. I mean, cooling is always an issue and Texas uh, can get pretty hot. But uh, but yeah, I think this is an interesting first step. Texas is actually very aggressive, um, much like Wisconsin, uh, believe it or not. There's a few states out there that have been very aggressive in trying to attract tech from Silicon Valley as everything seems to be moving away. We know Miami has made a very large push. We know New York as well, though the taxes in New York tend to scare people away for the most part. Texas gives very, very, very attractive tax deals. It's a very, very, very libertarian state in a lot of ways. This is exactly the philosophy that aligns with most Silicon Valley execs. And I'm not surprised that they're trying to attract um, the bleeding edge of technology, which is cryptographic blockchain technology. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, Texas, one of my favorite things is uh, Texas with a dollar sign. Let me know if you know what that's from. Uh, do you actually know what that's from, Free, free Market? If this is another poker reference, I don't know. I'm going to be pissed because I'm supposed to be like the big Mahaf here in poker. (laughs) It is not a poker reference, Um, but uh, let's see if Shaq can get it too. Uh, This is like one of my favorite. um, I don't know why every time I hear Texas, I just say Texas with a dollar sign. Um, But yeah, Texas is a a very interesting uh, state to to be doing this stuff. And uh, I mean, the more that these individual states start incentivizing um, miners, high worth, uh, high net worth, newly minted high net worth individuals from uh, from crypto and all of that stuff. The more that they're going to be incentivized to move there. I've also and shout out that. to the young king Des Bryant, a former Dallas football player. Now, I, I as a New York Giants fan, the uh, the Dallas Cowboys have been a arch nemesis of mine since since my youth. Since my youth, okay. And uh, for me to be endeared to a former Dallas player uh, is incredible. But but we love the Des Bryant. Uh, Yeah, he recently is taking his salary in Bitcoin, right? Yeah, Uh, he's a lemon holder. He is a uh, he is an ape holder. He is a Kong holder. Uh, Just a pure NFT degen. Mm -hmm. Pure degen. Pure degen. In the best way. We love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Definitely. Uh, let's move on to DM. Uh, DM selling assets to Silvergate for $200 million, ending Facebook stablecoin project. Uh, I, they are Facebook. Um, now Meta is is liquidating all of their stuff. They had high hopes for their stablecoin project that would be run through Facebook at the time called Libra and then uh, eventually rebranded to DM. Uh, to this, I just simply say good riddance. You know, I, I don't have much more to talk about other than that. I'm just glad to see it gone. They're obviously angling for the metaverse now, uh, but you, we've talked about Facebook being a scary company with how much information and knowledge um, and uh, influence that they possess. Uh, them holding the keys to a, a currency in which they could onboard billions of users in the you know snap of a finger is uh, is not not good. No, I mean. That we, we see, I think Facebook was the best indication that Web 2 has been watching Web 3 very closely. They see the threat. They would like to move in. Um, and I reject all and everything that they attempt and try to do. I don't trust Mark Zuckerberg. I don't like Facebook. I stopped using it eight years ago. I haven't logged on since. And I agree. I don't, you know, I, I don't like these things. I also don't care. 
I, I, I genuinely do not worry. I, I consider anything that I can't control on a daily basis, the weather, right? You can't control the weather. It's if it's going to rain tomorrow, whatever you put up an umbrella, it's going to, you know, this is rain. So I'm just going to wear an umbrella and move on with my life. Yeah. Facebook's one of those things that like, you're going to have a hard time beating, you know, these, these uh, delete Facebooks or, you know, delete your account kind of trends that happen. Don't even put a dent in, in their usership. Um, it's an, it's a very sticky platform because at the end of the day, I think a lot of people hate Facebook more, um, more than we admit, but, um, there's that really sticky aspect of being able to easily keep in touch with your relatives, uh, through it just by virtue of everybody being on there. So it's, uh, it's kind of a, it's kind of a tricky one, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's always going to exist and not tricky. You know, me. I just cut everyone out of my life. <laughs> you go to bed on your stack of, uh, lemon friends. Lemon. Uh, this was a this was a cool list. Um, probably just kind of rehashing things that we have already talked about. But Decrypt put together a, a kind of a comprehensive list of the celebrity board ape holders, and uh, boy, seeing it all in one spot really. Uh, solidified how well that brand is done you know we obviously see we see eminem jump in we saw gwyneth paltrow jump in two days ago and we talk about it and time goes on but you really forget the uh, the list of celebrity that this has accumulated and i'm just going to scroll really quickly um through it but you know we have um Mark Cuban, Steph Curry, Steve Aoki, KSI, huge YouTuber, uh, Shaq owns a mutant, the Chainsmokers, Mike Shinoda, Marshmallow, Rich the Kid, Jimmy Fallon, DJ Khaled, Future, Post Malone, Timbaland, Lil Baby, Des Bryant, Snoop Dogg, Logan Paul, Eminem, the list goes on and on. Meek Mill, Neymar, uh, we, you know, Serena, like every time I scroll down, it's like a name that I have to mention, but, um, I just I find it I find it crazy the the list that this is actually starting to stack up, you know. Um yeah. we talk about supply constraints, we talk about, you know, when people need to start selling board apes. Uh, but I think we also don't talk enough about there's a lot of celebrities, there's a lot of people in this world that 200, 400, a million dollars is not a lot of money to. Um, and you know, there's not actually a lot of board apes. Yesterday I saw a tweet from a board ape. And it said, I just 95% of the apes are going to be in the hands of the wealthy and the celebrities and not those of us that mint it. And I said, oh, they're figuring it out. You know, none of these guys are holding the board apes until a million bucks. You made the best trade of your life. You got a thousand X. You don't need to squeeze that last 10 X out of it. Take that change your lives, give these apes to the celebrities. Your friends will still love you. Congratulations on one of the best trades in history. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, um, this, I, I, the more that we talk about it, the more I see this, the more I think that you are a hundred percent right. Like these things are going to a million dollar floor. It doesn't, doesn't matter what the ETH value is because these things are kind of transcending, um, ETH status and where it's just you're you're starting to attract a certain person that just, you know, calls their agent up and says, you know, how much is a board ape? And they say it's $250,000 and they just say ship it. They don't care about right. what their ETH wallet looks like. They just, uh, you know, sign a sign a metaphorical check over because I don't think anyone signs checks anymore. Uh, and a board ape shows up via MoonPay, I'm assuming, right? 
Yeah. And, you know, you have heard me multiple times get angry when we see Ethereum rallying and then everyone's automatic thesis is, oh, ETH is up, NFTs are down. It's because they're up more in dollars and all that type of stuff. That is such a spurious correlation that is at most transient. Okay. But this is a, this is the exception that proves the rule. All right. Because when we talk about the highest echelon of NFTs, the NFTs that can't be afforded by people who are not wealthy, the wealthy, as Cobain just said, are thinking about these things in dollars and they're going to bid them up to a million bucks whether Ethereum is $2,500 or $5,000. And this is why I am so, so bullish. I mean, not just on apes, which I I think are going to go to 200 or 300 ETH, but on all NFTs, because as these beautiful, brilliant people who bought those apes solo sell them, they're going to turn around and they're going to buy your lemons and your cool mans and your asunas and your azukis and your doodles and your cats and everything down there that you hold and love that's going to be turned into the next elite. So this is this is beautiful. This is exactly what you want to see. It heartens me. Yep, yep, yep. We keep pointing to February 6th on that calendar. So well, uh, getting paid, baby. It's like we went into the future, stole stole all the Louis Vuitton, Gucci, and fashionable clothes, brought them back in a time machine, and now we get to sell them to all the celebrities for a thousand X. This is this is it, baby. You're not early. You're from the future. <laughs> That's a good tagline, actually. Um, let's uh, can we can we can we work with that? Yeah, we got to do something with it. I love it. We just got our new. We just we just hired our new uh, our new clipper. Someone gave me a shout out for the interview when I said all roads lead to NFTs last night too. Mm-hmm. So Ooh, we like that. That's a quote. yeah, bang quote. All, uh, yeah, actually, you know what? We have a lot of new listeners. For those of you who don't know, my uh, my name used to be Clout Cobain. Um, I definitely changed it because of the uh, Crypto Cobain uh, Twitter personality, who then changed his name, and uh, and <laughs> now I'm not changing it back. I, I'm R2D Gen, but Free Market still calls me Cobain, and you guys can too if you want. Um, so that's where that comes from. If you don't know, then now you know. Uh, another kind of board ape topic that we had, and uh, I saw this pop up, and I. I just god like just give me a fucking break la times get your shit together jimmy fallon hyped his board ape nfts on the tonight show conflict of interest question mark um you know paris hilton and him were shooting the shit talked about nfts and you know he pulled up his board ape purchase and all of that stuff and i just this is so silly to me uh they started pointing to um i gotta find it here a workplace policy set out by Comcast, the parent company of the Tonight Show Network, NBC, asks employees not to let outside interests or activities interfere with their business judgment or responsibilities to the company. Uh, okay, perfect. Jimmy Fallon makes somewhere in the ballpark of $40 million a year. Jimmy Fallon is not buying a board ape for $250,000 so that he can flip it for $450,000. Jimmy Fallon is buying a board ape so that he can have it as his profile picture with all the other cool celebrities that are buying board apes. This is uh this is silly. This is like saying that, you know, he bought a Van Gogh and hung it on his wall and showed a picture of it. This is uh, you know, equivalent of a celebrity going out there and say they just bought a new Bugatti. You know, like 
if it, it, it would be different in my mind if Jimmy Fallon bought twenty million dollars in Coca Cola shares, and then for the next month he sat up there with a Coca Cola can instead of his coffee mug, uh, and didn't uh, didn't disclose it, didn't say anything about it, and then you find out he sold at a you know ten percent gain, whatever, like. I love these articles, though, because it's the L.A. Times and people are talking about it. And if you didn't know that Jimmy Fallon bought a board ape, you do now. So, I mean, I guess keep it coming. But uh, Jesus Christ, what a hot take. You know, I have a love hate relationship with these articles. I hate them for all the reasons that are two just laid out for you guys. And I love them because if we didn't have these articles, no one would even know what an NFT was. Okay. This is a pointless article that says absolutely nothing, and it's exhibited by the exact point that this guy makes $40 million a year. He knows very well the policies at NBC. Forget whether he would be doing it to make $200,000. He wouldn't do it because he doesn't want to lose $40 million. He knows it's not a conflict of interest. He knows he's never se- – Jimmy Fallon's never selling that ape. I will tell you right now, we are never going to come in to this show and hear that Jimmy Fallon sold his oh, ape. That is going could go to zero. Buy. He's not selling it. He's never selling his ape. He did not buy this to profit off of it. He will never sell that ape. He would never jeopardize his cash cow, which is this $40 million a year show. But I love these articles. We need, we need FUD. As we have seen over the last few days with some unnamed projects, FUD sells. There is no better pump mechanism in markets than FUD. FUD causes FOMO. This is what is so funny that people are always worried about getting their bags FUDed. Well, guess why certain things go up to 0.7, okay? And this is it. This is exa- people see people see articles like this and they want to know what an NFT is. They, they don't give a shit about, you know, conflict of interest or, or any of this stuff. They're going to go Google what NFT is. I love it. I revel in it. Yeah. And I mean, let's be honest, right? Like you think that uh, they didn't book Paris Hilton and, um, you know, behind the scenes, the producers, the, you know, the executives like be like, guys, we'd really appreciate it if you didn't talk about your NFTs. It's the hottest topic in the world now, but like it might be a little bit of a conflict of interest. So and then they just went out there and be like, boom, here's our NFTs. They fucking knew everybody knew from the top down what was going down on this show a month before it happened. And um, like nothing is going to come of this because it's nothing, right? Yes, but like yes, you said, let them talk about it. I love it. I love it when they take these stupid hot takes and put it out there. Right. It kills me. And you know who's just as happy about this article? Jimmy Fallon and the Jimmy Fallon show and the people at NBC. Because guess what? Now people want to tune in to see controversy, to see what happens next. Okay. This is, you know. This everybody is playing the same game. The media knows what they did. Jimmy knows what they did. The producers know what they did. And I promise you, the conversation we're having right now was had in the writer's room, was had in the boardroom. You think they're ignorant? You think they're stupid? They all know what's going on here. And they know that this isn't a conflict of interest, that Jimmy would never jeopardize anything like that, nor Paris Hilton, who's also brilliant. 
Okay. And worth like a billion fucking dollars. Yeah, right. Look at this as the beautiful PR that it is. Yeah, it, it bothers us as how they frame it, but when you really yeah. look at it from a, a larger context, is exactly what you want if you're an NFT. I'm just picturing the like the ridiculous idea of like Jimmy and Paris backstage after the show, being like, "Oh yeah, we just pumped our bags, twenty five percent, baby. Like we're gonna make it, right?" <laughs> oh God, I love it. Um, all right, let's move on. Open. See, this is uh, in vain with um, what uh, Josh brought up on the show yesterday when he came up on the Q&A session. Um, OpenSea update leaves new creators unable to mint, uh, leaves some creators unable to mint new NFTs. Uh, the leading Ethereum NFT marketplace has clamped down on its own minting contract, frustrating and angering creators in the space. And here's what I love about this article. It's like three lines long and then an update. Following backlash to its new limits, OpenSea has announced on Thursday night that it has reversed the decision to limit collections minted with its smart contract. OpenSea attributed the original decision to increasing misuse of the feature, including to mint plagiarized artwork and fake collections, yada, 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 yada. Um Man, OpenSea, you is it is this just like three people in a room talking about like how to change the world and then writing up some half-assed email and then 20 minutes later being like, oh shit, that wasn't maybe a good idea. You know, we all got the uh you your you know uh, an NFT in your collection has a previous listing that hasn't been canceled, and then two hours later um you know uh just some corrections to to this idea of it while people were getting burned because they gave them the wrong moves now they tried to do something to limit scam things they fucked over the small artists the small artists uh you know went out there got their pitchforks rightfully so and said you know you're you're kind of screwing us and then within 24 hours they've already reverted the change i just want to know how um these decisions are even being made in the first place like they have no forward thinking strategy here. And it just, it blows my mind. I also just want to give Josh the credit for uh, coming up here and talking about it. Cause I'm pretty sure it was our uh, show and our influence that made that change happen. I have a, no confirmation on that, but I'm just saying it would be well, nice to stake our claim on that. Let me ask you this, R2. You ever go through a, a really me. bad breakup and then that significant other started dating someone much, much more handsome. And then you start doing just irrational shit you would have never done in a normal mental state. Well, this is open sea and looks rare right now. And I don't really know uh, what is going through open sea's head, but they're making very strange, irrational moves in response to uh, the new hot chick on the block, which is a. Uh, which is my boo looks rare. Shout out. <laughs> yeah, looks rare continues to uh, to crush it. I mean, it's the, it, it's right. It's the natural response of you know OpenSea having this this moat that's getting smaller and smaller. You know they've got some com competition in the rearview mirror that's uh, really putting some pressure on them. And the VC firms that are investing on in them are probably coming down on them, saying you know can the devs do something? But uh, you know. I, I just I don't know what goes down in these boardrooms. Like, spend some time to fix your search bar. Um, you know, come up with some kind of reward system to actually benefit the people that have been trading on your platform for so long. They're never going to do a token, so don't even ask them to do a token. That's fine. We've all accepted that, or you should by now. Um, but they just, you know, their focus seems to be to me in all the wrong spaces because. I would imagine that it would be pretty easy to uh, configure a search bar 
to list the highest, you know, last 72 hours, 24 hours of volume of that project in, in that order, right? So that when you type in, um, you know, Meta Josian, for instance, which people are talking about in the chat, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But when you type that in, you don't get the first five scam fucking contracts that are there. Uh, you know, the one that's actually trading on volume just shows up at the top. Like that just seems like a no brainer because it would be way too expensive for scammers to force that kind of volume in there. It would be a negative EV proposition. And yet they continue to do shit like this. I don't, I don't get it. I staked my weth so hard and looks rare. <laughs> walking I think, uh, yeah, I mean, that's really all that needs to be said uh, to say, how, how is that doing today? Last time I saw it, um, was that like 430, 440, 425? Yeah, it's uh, it's stabilized and uh, making a move up in ETH terms too. So looks rare, keeps going. And uh, the WEF offers have been incredible. I like for the very small amount that I've had staked since the get go, uh, I think I'm up to like 0.6 ETH, 0.7 ETH in in uh, in WEF offers, right? Which is more than I would have got if I had sold in the first 48 hours. Looks rare. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Facts are to OS likes to rug. OS loves to rug. And uh, we actually saw some bored apes going down to that uh, that scam again, too. Uh, not scam, the bug, right? No one uh, I got cleared yesterday. I saw species going for the weth offer and made no sense because there was volume at the floor. And I saw a bunch of weth offers firing off in a few collections. Some that right? I tapped yesterday. Yeah, you hate to see it, honestly. Yeah. Um, you know, well, as time goes on, these things will start to smooth out a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure about that as we have the uneducated masses about to bear down on us like a, a sandstorm. We'll see. Yeah, but I would I would imagine that, you know, as 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 the uh, the masses start to arrive and keep in mind, like last time I checked, it was like 250,000 active users in NFT space, which is peanuts, right? Like a, a mere two million people would uh, 10x the entire market potentially. But um, I, I would assume that you know, as more people enter that space and more people get burned and, you know, the, 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 the recognition of the normies really starting to, uh, to get hurt will hopefully, hopefully cause some action on, uh, open seas part. But, uh, but yeah, here we are. They don't give a fuck about us. I can tell you that. Um, WGMI, I don't know. Kaiju was uh, looking good on there. Uh, Adidas, originals into the metaverse is constantly bugged i can guarantee you it is not a 2.8 eth floor but i will open it up is it actually no yeah this is an open sea floor bug it's 0.95 um but yeah i mean things are looking good things are stabilizing we're seeing a lot of the projects that we've uh, been holding for a month two months four months five months starting to uh starting to move up again and uh some of them are hitting another leg i saw the begans uh doing all right hit above a 0.3 floor the other day uh lemons has taken and maybe taken another stab at uh you know, 0.5 ETH and they're looking good. Uh, yeah, it's just, it seems like an overall healthy market. Some of the, some of the projects are going through euphoria phases. We've seen Azuki just uh, go absolutely crazy. Uh, didn't check in on that one at all today, but, uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm liking where things are going here. Most collections I watch are seeing steady accumulation. Obviously we yeah. haven't seen just that, you know, nutso banana volume come in yet, but this is, this is how you set the stage. We're priming the pump 
right now. And it's happening with, with big ape sales and it's happening with slow accumulation and all that, you know, that sneaky slow accumulation before the, the, the floor sweep stop, you know, that's how you create those supply crises. And I see them happening in damn a lot of the collections I watch. I mean, just steady volume for weeks now. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's feeling good. I mean, you're going to get listings along the way as people start to find uh, a little bit of exit liquidity. Maybe they've been holding something that they've deemed a bag and they just see it go up and sell into volume. And that's fine too. It's a healthy redistribution. Um, but you know, uh, another 500,000 people entering this space over the next six months, if that's the case. Or, you know, we, when OpenSea Marketplace, we don't even talk about that anymore, but OpenSea Marketplace is on the horizon. And, uh, you know, that's going to uh, launch us into the stratosphere too. So uh, lots to look forward to. And and some of these projects that continue to work and keep their head down, a la Creature Toads, which I promise I will get the interview up after the show. Um you know, they continue to work and do things and uh, they're going to be the recipients of a, a long-term gain too. We've seen plenty of projects go from 0.02 ETH and, and just uh, slowly cross, you know, 2 ETH, 3 ETH, 5 ETH eventually. Yeah, I, I, I no question. I mean, it, they've cooled off a little bit. I mean, we're firmly, as I saw someone say yesterday in the anime meta, and when you think about it, you know, before NFTs, most of these crypto Twitter accounts had anime PFPs. It's just huge in our yeah. in our world, right? Like it, it. I, I love, I like anime. It was never like a hobby or a passion of mine, but you can see it just permeates our industry, and and this trend doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I just want to provide some clarification to Cambo. Is there really that few people overall involved in this? Like, I'm assuming you're referring to OpenSea. No, definitely not. But I do like to exaggerate because that's what it feels like, and those are the results. That's what the results are are showing. Honestly, um, you know, maybe it's the culminative power of three people. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> um, you know what? Though I'm not sitting in their office. I have no idea what goes on there. I don't know what this takes, but they just make so much money. Hire some fucking people. Yeah. No, you're exaggerating, but Web3 teams are traditionally smaller than most. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Um, okay, let's move into uh, Raid Party. We, uh, we've we talked about this a bunch in the past, but it's uh, it's starting to come to life now. The uh, auction, the Genesis auction mint is going live today at, I believe, 1 p.m. Um, and this is a really interesting format. Raid Party has... Uh, to say blown up may might not even do them justice. I could tell you from firsthand experience, you know, we we got a great chance to speak to the team well before you guys even knew it was a project, if I'm being honest with you. And uh, we're so blown away by their talent, their ability, and their vision for this project. Um, you know, they they opened up their Twitter made a post and um i mean this thing just went absolutely nuts this is this is actual real 100,000 follower organic growth they had like 20 30,000 people in their discord and it didn't even have a channel and people were like doing the eric andre like let me in kind of thing and people were like did i get banned why can't i see anything no but people stuck it out they designed a brilliant game user interface in the uh, in the Discord. Uh, people are having a ton of fun with that, and uh, and here we are on the the precipice of the launch. Um, how are you feeling about Raid Party right now? 
I mean, it's some of my favorite art and animation in this whole P2E joint. I mean, orcs have always been the standard to me. I really haven't thought any of the P2E art has come remotely close to that. And Raid Party is right up there. I mean, it is just so rich. It feels like Final Fantasy. Um, And, you know, without getting into too many details of the game, because, guys, we have an exclusive, the exclusive AMA coming up with Raid Party after their launch. That exact time is to be determined. They are obviously super busy right now, and this is one of the more complex launches we've ever seen. They are doing an open auction, which is going to start at 1 p.m. today, which means for the next 24 hours, people may submit bids. Anybody may submit a bid. The top 1,000 bids will win Genesis Heroes. So that's a 24-hour phase. The next phase will start tomorrow. Um, And right now, we're waiting for 1 p.m. when that starts. I know we got... uh, Oh, Zark's in the chat saying 2.30 p.m. Zark, what's going on, my man? Hopping in. We're just talking about our P2. If you guys don't know, Zark is one of the creators. He just hopped in our chat. We love the raid party. We were just talking about you. 1 p.m. today, and we are hyped. No, I say 2.30, 2.30. Oh, I'm sorry, 2.30 p.m. My bad. Zark, uh, shoot a message in chat. If you want to uh, If you want to come up here and talk, if you can, uh, we'd be more than happy to have you up here, uh, do a little impromptu thing. But if I, I'm not putting you on the spot. Yeah, if no you don't pressure. want to, that's, uh, that's okay, too. Um, but this is a really interesting format right now because uh, I don't think we've ever seen this. Have we seen this in, in NFTs yet? The uh, ranked auction setting it off for the Genesis bid and then the uh, pre-sale and the public sale price being determined by kind of the outcome of that auction. I think this is going to be really interesting. And I think it's a, a, a very new and innovative way to kind of set uh, the market expectation of the floor here. It's, you know, I, I really suggest, and I'm going to go post it in our general, please go read the Medium article that Zark posted yesterday because it really lays out in the most eloquent way why this is the best method to for price discovery for the market, okay? The team, as they said, you know, look at this product. They've been working on it for six months. They believe in it a thousand X. You know, this is this is their, their tears, blood, and sweat here. They don't think it's fair for them to price. Look, we all love our products. You know, we're in Star Wars. We would price it at a million ETH if, if we, if we're, <laughs> yeah. you know, what we felt about it, right? But the fairest possible thing you could do is go to the market, you show them your product and you say, look, we want you guys to price this. That's the fairest way. I love what they're doing here. And yeah, uh, Zark, big congrats up to this point. We are pumped. And that is at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today. I want to say it again, 2.30 p.m. because I got it wrong originally. Uh, big shout out to Raid Party and Zark. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for uh, jumping in here, Zark. And you just said I'm a little tired right now. I don't blame you. You guys have a lot on your plate. I know. Um, and we you are know. so excited to see how this all goes down because we've been uh, we've been hyped about this for a long, long time. Um, 
just a little bit of details on how that uh, ranked auction is uh, going to be working. Um, it's it's it is a little complicated, but I do understand what they're trying to achieve and why I think it's going to be good, as we kind of mentioned. But there's going to be a thousand spots, so uh, there's going to be a thousand bids that win, right? So it's not the top spot that's going to take all in in terms of an auction but you're going to watch a whole handful of people kind of bid in to be you would think as low as possible right there's obviously going to be some people that are flush with liquidity and just want to have spots secured but it's not going to be dictated by the highest price because if somebody moved in and just said you know what i'm just going to ship it at 20 eth uh things are going to get a little let me just point out there's a 1.6 eth ceiling so if this got to its absolute extreme, the most it would be would be 1.6. Oh, okay. Perfect. Uh, just for perfect. Yeah. Just for. Yeah. Uh, so it's the, the, uh, the public and the presale mint price is going to be dictated by the thousandth bid, right? So the last place winner that gets the Genesis spot, the, uh, the new prices on the public and presale mint are going to be, uh, dictated by that. Um, so it's going to kind of scale up. There's lots of great information on their, uh, their discord too. So if you're not in there, I would go get in there and check out. And their, yes, uh, Cambo, the the AM will be visible. yes, Cambo, the bids will be visible in real time and that auction is going to start at point two. So yes, they will be visible. Dope. This is going to be so cool. Um, I mean, it's uh, it's an on-chain idle MMO. They have the ability to, uh, you have the ability to form guilds so that you can team up on-chain with your partners without having to, you know, send them your actual NFTs to do pooling. Uh, there's going to be lots of customization. I'm actually a, a kind of a big fan of the idle clicker games. I don't really play them anymore just because they get, they get a weirdly um, consuming for me. But uh, this is, uh, this is looking like um yeah man this is like the next iteration of like great on-chain gaming and they are following in the steps of ether orcs really uh you know we talk about wolf game and whale game and hunger brains and all that stuff being you know innovative on-chain gaming like meh <laughs> okay not not really um this this falls under the category of innovative on-chain gaming so hats off to the raid party team and best of luck to you today best of luck to anybody participating in that auction it is going to be a blast if this art does not hit you in the feels oh my god i mean man they knocked it out of the park looking forward to it Yes, dope. Uh, we're going to talk about them more. And as we mentioned, there's going to be an AMA that we're hosting as well. So be on the lookout for that. But uh, by the time we return to the morning show on Monday, we should have lots of details about how that went down. A um, couple other projects that we wanted to talk about uh, ongoing right now is Kaiju Kings. That baby is ripping. We saw some gigantic sales yesterday. Uh, it's always been a good project, always had a really strong floor, a very, very strong community. You know, we we use the word community a lot here, and a lot of times it's not used very well. Uh, Kai, Kaiju and Alpha Mint, I would say, are the epitome of communities in NFTs and the NFT world. Uh, very strong knit, very tight. They roll together. You know, Kaiju's travel in packs, I said before. Uh, and it, it's, uh, it's, it's wholeheartedly true. So uh, Free Market is uh, the, the biggest Kaiju bull I personally know, maybe out there. Uh, let's, let's talk about what's going down right now. Well, you know, I, 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 I am... A Kaiju King since Mint. Uh, I talk about community a lot, and I know it's very cliche, 
right? Because every project talks about it, knows it's the key to stuff, but communities happen organically and they got to go through bears. And boy, did Kaiju go through a bear. I don't think people even remotely understand if you weren't here, how big the Kaiju hype cycle was. It literally defined how every NFT project tried to launch afterwards. I'm saying 90% of NFT projects tried to copy the Kaiju playbook, which was an organic thing that unfolded in real time that they to did. utter disaster. Oh, no, sorry. Not on Kaiju's end. People trying to mimic them. People try. Yeah. And, and I'm saying, and Kaiju's didn't even do that launch on purpose. This was, this was uh, all kismet. This was all anything that came into their way. They turned into an advantage and mm-hmm. people wanted these Kaiju's after minting at 0.06 and opening at a two ETH floor over the next few weeks, they ramped all the way up to seven ETH. And even as the bear market gripped, they only fell down to about four right now. Every project that experiences a hype cycle like that is going to eventually go through a quiet period. You've seen it with, you know, a more recent case in Lemons right now. You see it with Alien Friends right now. But Kaijus, which are were literally billed as the biggest thing, and we knew that they had been thinking P2E game, but they hadn't talked a lot about it. I mean, what was great was that these sold on the art alone. I've talked about it before, and this is the best pixel art of last year. This was some of my favorite art period of last year, and that's thanks to Phil, their artist, shout out. Um, By December, all the hype was gone from Kaijus. Anybody that was in that community just for the money had listed their Kaiju at a loss. And I will tell you, there were rare Kaijus selling at 1.5 ETH. I paid 1.5 ETH for a Viper Glasses rare background Kaiju at the low. I paid 0.59 ETH for a rare St. Nick's Hat baby at the low. And Right now, they have just been on a steady uptick because we shook out all the paper hands. And as Cobain says, the community in that alpha chat is unbelievable. You know, it's the same thing apes are going through now. And when Kaijus get to 80 or 90 ETH, which I genuinely believe they will, and we're talking Genesis, Kaijus get to 80 or 90 ETH one day, okay? Our Kaijus will have the same type of issue right now. That membership is worth a lot more than six ETH to most people, okay? And that's why it's a very easy decision to not sell your kaiju. That's why there are so few kaijus listed. Uh, Cobain said, we run in packs and it's true. And we love each other. We go in there every day. We're sharing alpha. We're having a good time and it's organic. No one's forcing it. All the people that were in there for money are gone. They left in December. They took huge losses. People were paying 10, 15, 20 E for rare kaijus. And that's not even the legendaries you're seeing in front of you right now. Those are going for upwards of 50, 75 and 80 ETH at the time. Okay. Not, they experienced an insane hype cycle, but it was deserved and it was organic. And of course they went through their period, but now they're being recognized for what they are. This is a, a future blue chip. This is one of the best communities out there. Now they had their town hall yesterday. I would say the biggest news that came out of it was that we are getting the Kaiju Kings rooftop rampage P2E game in two weeks. Okay. Wow. This is bearing down on us. Not only that, 
it's going to be available on mobile. This blew my mind. Um, guys, you know, I was bullish on Kaiju Kings. I could not be more bullish. A lot of people always ask my advice when buying. Now, I'll tell you some funny things about Kaiju Kings. Well, can I just like real oh, quickly? No, no, no. I want you to finish that thought. But like, let's talk about the power of mobile right now. Like mobile gaming ate a giant share of traditional gaming um, once it kind of the smartphone really kind of hit its stride. Um, most, I don't want to say most people, a lot of people now don't even have a, a desktop PC or a laptop because they get most of what they need out of their phone. Uh, this is how how big mobile gaming really is and i know that probably everybody in here um has a uh has a laptop or they're sitting on their pc uh and, and you know that seems like an egregious idea to not have one there are a lot of people that uh, just you know they they have their phone and that's all they need they get all of the youtube interaction that they need all of their social media experience is what they need all of their communications exist on the phone and they, like they don't even have it so you know Making things accessible on mobile, um, you know, is 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 going to uh, continue to be uh, at the forefront of this space as well. Yeah, I, I really we knew the P two E game was coming. The fact that it's coming in two weeks, and then like Cobain said, the biggest news to me was that it's on mobile because you know we've talked about critters on this show quite often, it which is was, also available on mobile now. Exactly, and up until this point, you could only play on a PC. All right. And I know for a fact, a lot of kids play Minecraft on their iPads now and the ability to be able to now play this game on mobile or iPad takes it to the next level. So when things announced that they're going to be available on mobile, I was almost my biggest takeaway from the town hall of which there was a ton of other great stuff related to the Kaiju FEs, the mutant babies that are coming, and the redacted, okay? We hear this word a lot, the redacted, okay? There's something from Kaiju Kings that they have not even tipped their closest uh, friends off on yet. I am so excited for it. The FEs, if you don't know, are the failed experiment NFTs, which was... They had to migrate from their original contract. It at first was a big, scary moment for them. They managed to turn it into a pillar, of their entire project with these failed experiment FE uh, NFTs that will now turn babies into mutants or be used to combine with a Genesis 4 redacted. We will see where that goes as that roadmap unfolds more. And please let me talk about this Cameron Kaiju here because I want to <laughs> shout out again, Dipset, Cameron, 158 and Broadway. Shout out to the Firehaze boys up there. And I'm going to get this into your hands, bro. I, I, I'm going to call Eric. I'm going to make sure this gets into your hands. You've got to be wearing this kaiju as your uh, as your PFP. Cameron kaiju. If we get you to wear it, they're even going to change the trait to uh, Cameron kaiju. They just don't want to mess with your licensing. So <laughs> Probably smart, smart yeah, 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 yeah. Shout oh, out. Oh, man. So good. Yeah, this art is a uh, next level shit. We've said it before. Uh, Cobalt Gamer, just want to say hello. Um, do we trade Solana NFTs? No, not typically. Uh, the odd time, a very, very big hyped and quality project will show up on uh, Solana. And when that happens, we might take a look at it. But, uh, you know, there's so much stuff going on in the ETH ecosystem that we can't even keep up with that. Uh, and that's where our focus uh traditionally lies but i mean solana is big it's it, it can't be ignored um nor should it be it's uh it's it's going to be a mainstay for sure 
Um, all right. What else do we got? We got uh, Lives of Asuna had uh, some some technical difficulties there and uh, didn't go super well for them. Uh, essentially, what happened with the pre-sale minting is that they were doing some some test net. Uh, transactions making sure the contract was all good to go they had a clone of the site on a a separate domain name but uh, as they said in their twitter thread which i'm going to pull up here uh should have been basically an exact clone right down to the server setting they went live with it um however i i guess the address the rinkby address that they used um to test it Still ported over with the uh, the website is it was cached or something to that extent. I'm not super technically minded. I know that there's going to be people in the chat really going in deep and explaining it properly. Um, but essentially, uh, a lot of funds got sent to an address that, that uh, is is kind of locked up now. Um, people are getting a little bit burned on this, but I do think that this project is legitimate. This isn't a rug pull. They. I don't even think I have access to these funds right now. And um, and they, they are going to be working hard to, to get that back to people, as it seems. Uh, I mean, I don't want to speak for them or anybody else, but uh, I hope if you ended up losing out on this, that it was it is made right to you. I'm sure, you know, they'll they'll go through with the regular mint process and reimburse people. But I think their their main focus right now is getting that uh, ETH back. Yes, uh, we know that immediately after this occurred, Otto Suwin tweeted out, fuck, I auto full sent. Uh, so, yeah, you know, this tricks some of the best of us. And I know that uh, Asuna is going to make it right because this product is huge. They're going to sell out very quickly. So they're going to make their uh, they're going to make their people right. And then uh, launch this thing, which is going to be an absolute cook. So is this right? The floor did they go live with it. How does this exist? Uh, I missed something here. 1.7 floor on it. Cool. Is it a priest sale or did they just, uh, yeah, someone's got to fill me in. Uh, I, we were again, incredibly busy yesterday. So I'm kind of just catching up on what actually went down with that. Um, but, uh, yeah, they do look good. And it was the, the, this meta is a uh, full, full send right now, honestly. Um, perfect. Yeah. I'm going to look at meta Josian as well, guys. Um, and also cobalt gamer, uh, no, I, I'm going to say this. If you reach out to us in Discord, we could probably take a look at it, but I'd prefer if you didn't link anything in the chat for us. Um, and Ella Dow, uh, or oh, sorry, Ella D, not Ella Dow. <laughs> can, you, uh, can we explain Eternal Elves a little bit? Um, you know what? I think the uh, Maz is trying to get the recording of the Twitter spaces, but we'll have more content with them as well, and we'll uh, let them kind of explain it in their, their own way too, because uh, I, again, haven't had enough time to go super deep on it and i don't want to give you the uh the wrong impression or the wrong information perfect um yeah so josh is saying that they fixed it the contract went so yeah it is looking like it's doing pretty well right now uh, appreciate that update i'm assuming you didn't get your hands on one of these no and i really wanted one too man that just that website the breeze there it sold me perfect that breeze um let's uh let's close this down a little bit and we had a, a pretty good conversation during the pre-show you know we we obviously talked about fishy fam a lot yesterday uh and got heated and that's that's fine i mean i think our opinions both stand on what went down with that team and and how shameful it was um and we're not gonna go in depth about um fishy fam itself but i think that uh, you and i both wanted to provide a little uh clarification about um 
you know, the topics and, 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 you know, how these things go down. Uh, as you said so eloquently, when we were chatting before the show, you said, you know, it, it's hard because we don't want to FUD people's uh, quote unquote bags or, or make them believe that their conviction in a project is unjust. Um, and that, you know, once the minting process takes place, the, uh, the NFTs are in the community hands now. This is, this is what I'd like to say now. I'm never going to speak on fishy fam again. I have said everything that I believe. I still believe it. But my point is this doesn't belong to fishy fam anymore. These NFTs now belong to the community. I love my community. I don't want to see anybody get hurt. You guys know how I feel about this team. It kills me every day that they're making money off of this. But right now, I know that this project belongs to the community. And I just want to say that I love all you guys. And that's really yeah, yeah. And the last this, thing I was going to say about Fishy Fam. This isn't an, an apology. It's not, a, as Campbell said, it's not a walk back on our opinion about it. I mean, if we went back there, it would get just as heated as yesterday. No, and that's, I, that's I, am, I am but firm. There was, there was not a single person that pressured us into saying this. And nobody from the community, you know, messaged us. Or there was none of that. We were just talking this morning about it. And, you know, it just said, do, do we go back to Fishy Fam? I said, no, but like, let's provide some context here. Here, right, like I don't believe in the project. I don't believe that they should be making the money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, the, the opinion still stands, but I also just, you know, we don't want anybody feeling like uh, our word is um, something that you you have to feel, right? Like we, this is our opinion and, and all of that stuff, and it's very, it's just very important for you guys to know that, you know. I one hundred percent stand by every comment I made, and I just want you guys to know that this project now belongs to you, and it's up to you what happens for the future. Screw that team, take them to one ETH. You know, become a community. Don't don't let whatever this team did screw you up. It's your project. Yes. Anyways, we will uh, move on from there. Let's uh, go into something that word is bong. Yeah, that's uh, no, that like one's that. for you. Yeah, I, I think you were right the first time, sir. What's that? That word is bong, not bond. Word is bong. Yo, he. Re- <laughs> I thought that was intentional, man. Just keep it. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yo, shout out. Uh, Zipsy went down yesterday. Saw some people talking about that. Uh, that was a pretty hotly contested uh pre-sale spot and um nice what there two you know i like these seven yeah Hmm? so much better than world of women which i really don't understand like that whatever i'm not gonna fud anything i'm just saying that these look fabulous i like these a lot i i think these are cool yeah yeah don't Uh, know anything about them but they're really cool yeah yeah we definitely had some alpha mint members that got a a solid cook on that and uh, let us know if you got in in uh, in that regard too, because uh, it's been incredible. And it, it, well, one thing that's really blowing my mind is we look at uh, Zipsy, we look at the Lives of Asuna pre-reveal. Uh, both are pre-reveal right now, I should say. Um, all of these projects that are just debuting, no problem over a one ETH floor is just absolutely remarkable at this point. And I do really think that it's indicative of a large swath of outside money coming in. We talk about it a lot with the board apes and how the ripple effect of you know a, a solid four hundred and fifty thousand dollar purchase can kind of ripple through the market. Uh, I think we're seeing a lot of this at this point. I think we saw a lot of it with Hate Beast. I think we saw a lot of it um, with some of the other uh, Instagram centric projects that happened. And I think the uh, the floors and the the pre reveals of a lot of these projects are the recipient of. Um, uh, you know, high floors. I, you know what, if you had asked me about this project, uh, 
two months ago, three months ago, I would have said it probably will do well. The art's good. Uh, they look clean. You can get a nice profile picture out of it if you, you know, focus on the the, the top kind of 60% area there. Um, but I mean, I would never have said that within 24 hours that we'd be at 7,000 ETH in a 2.5 floor. That's not even fun. I'm not even trying to say that it's not worth that. We just never really saw that frequently. And now it seems like there's two or three projects every single day that we're having this conversation about. Yeah, I mean, this is one sneaky bull market. Boy, you know, it, it is it is really, really bullish out there. And uh, I think this project personify how many pro, how many 10,000 K uh, 10,000 PFP projects are we seeing just absolutely moon now? We were talking last year. Man, all people talked about towards the end of last year was supply. Uh, no 10,000 PFP projects were dared. People wouldn't mint them. It was like, we're not even touching that. And it made sense because once volume left, there weren't 10,000 of us to effing buy these things, right? But now, as normies are piling, I mean, celebrities, normies piling in all that type of stuff. I mean, I, whew. I just think we are really discounting how crazy these floors all around us can get as uh, as money flows in here. And, and look, this, this to me personifies it. I love this art, but boy, two ETH over two and a half ETH overnight. <laughs> yeah. There's a weird dynamic going on here right now, too, because we see individual projects uh, feel a little frothy. You know, Azuki really kind of was pushing their limits and it has since kind of dropped back down to like, I think, a 7.7 ETH floor, which is nothing to shake a stick at. But, uh, you know, didn't quite get to that 10 ETH, uh, straight to 10 ETH, I should say. But um you know, you feel some froth in individual projects, but I definitely don't feel a sense of like overall euphoria in the NFT market. Am I? Do you think I'm wrong in saying that? No, there, 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 there was euphoria a few weeks ago on the blow off top. We called it a blow off top. Everything yeah. fell fifty percent. I, I, and it's been healthy ever since. Yeah, and again, you know, it's a very simple thing. If we're just trading around the same money. Floors are going to fall because people are going to withdraw. People, you know, also. Well, you also lose to the rake, which is open sea and gas too, yeah, right? Please, there's there's a million ways that if you're just trading around the same money, it's eventually everything's going to go down, right? But right now, it's this influx. Of, that's the most important metric to watch as an NFT trader, right? Where obviously you got to curate the right projects, you know, keep your uh, keep your liquidity, all that mechanic stuff. But really, as long as new money is coming into this market, I am not anywhere close to calling it, you know, the end of the bubble, a top, frothy. It's just not even near there yet. Uh, when apes hit a million bucks, that's when we could start talking about it. Yep. Definitely. Remember, we were talking about a uh, a little project called uh, Meta Josie, and people were calling it the Korean Clone X. Mm -hmm. uh, yesterday, we brought that up, and I think when I brought it up on stream, it was 0 0.09 ETH as the floor. Yep. Uh, people were talking about it in voice chat. People were buying them up, and uh, by God, look at this! Right, we are at a three point uh, 0.375 it was floor. Up to 0.5 at one point. I mean, yeah, yeah. Great cook here. This thing has been uh, has been moving on some pretty pretty serious volume too. So shout out to the uh, Alpha Mint DJs who were were digging that up and uh, and and scooping up some of those. Yeah, uh, great see, play. Dark just pointing it out. It hit 0.5, and kind of here's the issue: the moment it hit 0.5, Agmar said, "Oh, it flipped lemons." And you know, every time you guys say that in the room, 
This is what happens. You said it about monsters, <laughs> about all these things, and now these things are shit in the bed. Mon- so, monsters had that bad hack. Keep too. talking about my lemons, please. Keep talking about my. Lemons. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, somebody's asking us to have some lemon chat. Keep that in your back pocket, and once we do the Q and A, and we're kind of filling in some gaps with some topics, uh, we will definitely revisit the lemons because they're moving up a little bit there too. Um, buying Kobe, and there's there is a supply crisis brewing in the citrus market. The, the citrus market is uh, short on supply. Is that what's going on? That is that is exactly what's going on. For sure. Um, I have one more thing that I had to pull up here. Oh, Cool Pets. Cool Pets are dropping on Monday. We'll definitely dig a little bit deeper um, there. But this is uh, this is getting very exciting. It's uh, it's happening, you know? Actually, I shouldn't have this website up. I don't even know if it's legit. That does not um, like the Cool Pets. No, I was going to say, do not go to that website, please. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that, the, ladies and gentlemen, that was not even close to the Cool Pets website. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Always, my yeah, don't don't just cl- randomly click links. I'm on I'm on a separated browser here without my wallet connected to it or anything. It doesn't even have MetaMask on it. So, and but yeah, please, please don't go to that site. This is this is my 100 full advice, and I do this every time. If you knew how scared I am about clicking links, not just for my personal wallet, but I'm responsible for a lot. Okay, a lot of discords, and I, I will go to the official Discord of any project. I go to their official links, and those are the only links that I click. Okay, unless I have visited a site a hundred times, put it in my favorites, and I know it. I don't even fuck her. I even if a friend puts, a, I would rather go into the Cool yeah. Cats Discord. Go into their official links and even click. better is Twitter, honestly. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. their Twitter, yeah. Discord. I, I mean, the Discord hacks seem to be a little less frequent. I think people are are structuring their admins um, a little bit better. Uh, maybe giving mods a little bit too much power um, in the past, and uh, it's kind of cooled down a little bit. It still happens. Yeah. But, well, uh, speaking of the fellas, just got hit. Did you see that? Uh, oh, no, I didn't. Bad. That's terrible, though. Well, look, I don't think anything bad happened. They were able to get the message out quickly. They told everyone there are no stealth mints. Don't you know? Don't da 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 da. But yeah, uh, the dead fellas may have had a little hack yesterday. I think it was under control quickly. I haven't seen anybody talking about it this morning. Speaking of dead fellas, just smashing that four ETH floor. Huge shout out. One of those projects that had a moment last year. Fabulous art. You see a lot of uh, celebrities even now starting to rock those dead fellas. So, you know, future elite there. You're muted, sir. I am muted. That's uh, Deadfellas is another one that is uh, sneaky up only um, as well. Like we don't talk about it a lot. I don't know that it. Maybe I'm just missing it. Maybe we just don't have a lot of uh, people in that circle. But uh, it just we used it, it, to. But it went through just you know what all of our projects went through in uh, September, or October, November, December, which was I think Deadfellas got down to like point four at one point. Um, maybe even a little less. I mean, everything was left for dead. You know, it was just a, people were under the impression that everything is roadmap intensive. And if you don't have your roadmap ready to go, what's the point of sticking around in a project? You're seeing the point right now. This market is not a flippers market. You may think it is, but that's because you've been here for a few months. The real gains are made from holding. The real gains are made from being able to curate which projects are going to be elites. And that's why you are in the Alpha Mint Moon Lounge and we're going to get everybody there. 
Yeah, yeah. Deadfell is uh, looking like it um, It bottomed out during that bear market around 0.5 ETH. Uh, it was lower beforehand, but once it kind of hit that initial run up to over an ETH, uh, it uh, it cooled down a little bit as everything else did. But uh, this is just a, an incredible um, uh, run here, you know, and from just uh, basically Christmas time on, which we saw a lot of projects going through, it has held on better than most. So Look at that. Yeah, great, great oh, job. Baby. Oh, baby. And, you know, I'd like to point out hologram. It's the it's the Lunar New Year coming up on Monday. And in the Asian world, the tradition on the Lunar New Year is to give money. Right. And NFTs are just blooming over there right now, becoming their own. And with all these Asia focused projects launching and uh, the Lunar New Year on Monday, boy, we could see some fireworks. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've heard that as well, <laughs> honestly, um, you know, in 2018, that was supposed to be the uh, rebound moment for crypto. Uh, and it came and went. Stop trying to compare Ponzi coins to our beautiful JPEG. The <laughs> I want to just, just say, say I've heard I this before. Say, That's all. Please let me say this because say it, say I it, called it. it in the DGen Dojo about a week ago on January 24th. All right. Four days ago. DeFi is dead. All right. DeFi is dead. All of those yield protocols and yield farms that you were in and thought were the new banks, they're done. It's over. All of that Ponzi shit is done. Okay. The only thing in crypto that has ever made sense are NFTs. DeFi will come back. It will be called something else because the name DeFi will be so toxic and poison. Maybe it'll be ReFi. But we will we will see. But I am telling you right now, ADA dead, Bitcoin Cash dead, Ethereum Classic dead, every altcoin you know and love dead, DeFi dead. Maybe Magic will make it. We like the Arbitrum. You like Ohm too, right? Is that the same thing? Uh, no. I well, here's the thing. Why did Ohm fail? Because the only reason for Ohm to exist was for people to make money. That can form communities temporarily, but eventually we always see what happens. Ohm is dependent on people remaining staked. The only way you convince a community to remain staked is to become something like what we see in Kaiju Kings or what we see in Creature Toads who are launching their own own fork. And I can tell you the majority of people holding those Creature Toads are going to stake that ohm and they are not going to unstake it, okay? Ohm's problem was that it didn't have a gamified NFT front end. I like ohm only in respect to what NFTs are going to do for it. I like DeFi only in respect to what NFTs are going to do for it. Your traditional yield farms are dead, but you know what? Zug, zug, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it is high time for a lot of these uh, the shit coins to, to fall off the top 10, top 20, and top 100. Honestly, like there is no reason for ETH Classic to exist anymore. Um, I, maybe, maybe... Litecoin? I don't know. Probably not, though. Um, 
Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't be surprised to too. I mean, I, I can't believe it didn't die when the uh, the founder of Litecoin sold all of his bag at the top and was like, I just don't want to feel the financial pressure for this thing to succeed. I just want to work on it um, without that. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't think it ever reached that high again. Uh, could be wrong. I just want to thank uh, Yoast for uh, in the AM show chat for linking the thread to um, Lives of Asuna. I didn't uh, quite go deep enough on it, but I guess they ended up getting it all resolved and uh it looks like it's on its way to being a very successful project so you you love to see that um yeah. speaking of the am show chat i did put the link to restream in there if anybody wants to hop up with us and hang out for a little bit uh wind down on this uh friday morning and you know just talk some jpegs and uh and, and see what you got going on for the weekend so if you're a moon lounge member you are more than uh welcome to to hop up on us you don't need an account you don't need to come on camera all good. Just click that link and you just type your name in. All right, guys, let's talk real quick about Breakfast World. We know this is a project that I am very bullish on. All right. But I was under the impression that they had closed the mint and were going to burn the rest of their mint. Two yeah. days ago, they opened the mint back up and the mint price is 0.055. Now, there's an entire grip of sandwiches sitting underneath this price. So I can't imagine they've minted more than seven of these things. And while this move is strange, I am still very bullish on the project, but I'm going to put a pin in telling anybody to rush out there and mint or buy it until we talk to the creator. Uh, I love the creator. I am in negotiations right now to get him on the morning show. He will come on and talk about his project, the future direction. I own a ton of these sandwiches. I regularly still buy them because I love them. But I am a little confused as to why they opened up the mint again and then opened it up above the floor price that is on OpenSea right now. So we're going to talk to them about that. Um Personally, I would continue to buy the sandwiches under the mint floor. I would not mint if I were compelled to buy more right now. The only reason I would say one would mint would be the lottery effect of the two one of ones and a few legendaries that still remain in the collection. That said, let's hold off till I do this interview. Very bullish, holding the ones I have, think they're going to do big things, but I would like to find out what is making him tick. So look forward to that interview, hopefully coming next week. Yeah, I don't like, I, I, don't, I mean, I hope there's a good reason for it. I don't like when uh, a project is kind of just sitting there. I don't, I don't think it's left for dead because the creator is still around doing stuff. Um, but the NFT market kind of gets hot again. Maybe his project gets some volume on it a little bit. And it was like, let's mint more of these, you know, I, I don't. Uh... Well, I think it was, I think, I think it's somebody looking at the NFT market. Okay. They stopped the mint when volume left and everything they did. And they probably just thought to themselves, Hey, volume is back. Let's open up the mint, but maybe we just, and again, I don't want to assume anything. Maybe he has, this guy is smart. Maybe there's an angle here. I would just like to talk to him first before I recommend any go minting, anyone go minting above the price in which you could buy them on the floor right now. So. Yes. I also, um, uh, Lisa tagged me in uh, the DGen Dojo about a project that is launching today, too. I have definitely seen this and completely forgot about it, but it is National Parks NFT. Um, have you seen these? <laughs> Not sure. Say, did you say Jurassic Park? No, National Parks. National Parks NFTs. No. I mean 
And these, the I've seen these come up before. We've definitely talked about them in the dojo. Um, they, I, 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 again, I love these. I don't know what it is about like floating pieces of land or whatever, but it gets I mean, me every time. Yeah, it gets me every time. This is a, a really nice like vector art style. They've definitely done a really good good job of it and uh, kind of breaks away from that traditional you know cityscape that normally do. Uh, these are. The presale is minting at 0.04 ETH in just over nine hours. Uh, the public mint is going two days from then. Uh, I I got to say, uh, I have mixed feelings about how this is going down. It is kind of strange to me that they are minting the presale for cheaper than the public sale and leaving it for uh, two days. I think that that's going to create some weird price discovery happenings. Um, And it's always a risk that you are uh, taking if the the presale either doesn't really sell out the way you expect it to or the uh the volume isn't there to kind of get it up over the public mints price right, right. um it, it could really shut down your project we saw it go down with gossip girl uh but let's keep in mind that they only did it for an hour so there mm-hmm. was a very limited window um and then uh opened it up after and i thought that mint process actually went off incredibly well way better than we were expecting it yeah. to this is uh I, I think this is you're playing a little bit of roulette here no question it it almost feels like maybe i'd wait to see if i could pick it up off the secondary cheap i mean again which is exactly what you don't want people to have the option of doing no no right i mean as a as a founder and as somebody who is you know creating a project this is a bad situation as us who likes the art and maybe wants to get them cheap it could be good but we would likely be just buying art because if the project doesn't mint out you know there it is uh i you know, we really, I don't know if these are being plugged into the metaverse or it's just pretty. It does say metaverse parks. Um, yeah, so they, I, I can give you a little bit of context sure, I'll it off for you. So it's just under 5,000 NFT park NFTs. That's a little redundant, but whatever. Um, all 63 US, official U.S. national parks are represented with, represented with a higher supply of the most visited and most popular parks. That's pretty cool. Uh, each NFT is unique using different traits, rarities that combine terrain, weather, seasons, trails, rivers, and more. Love using those dynamics as rarity traits. Uh, weather is super cool. Season are super cool like look at like these two uh, presumably are pretty close to each other obviously the the train's a little bit different uh but you get a completely different feel for them um you know, uh, there's park hobby traits and uh, metaverse parks. After we build our community, we will be planning out the most nature-rich metaverse and digital park experience. Pretty cool. Normally, we uh, think of big cities and, you know, amusement parks and, um, you know, shopping malls or, or towers or, you know, Times Square in the metaverse. Uh, you know, they're kind of bringing nature into it in an interesting way. And I think that, that it looks uh, it, it looks really good. I'm going to be watching these. I yeah, I don't they look great. And I don't I, mean. I I don't think that they're going to have a problem with this minting process simply because they look good enough and I think they have a cool enough concept and that it's it's uh unique enough to to just have some success. We're also launching into an incredible minting market so right. I mean, um all it, about it, the man. We'll it should be fine but this like I just said like uh, this is a a bit of uh you're giving people too much time and too many options yeah. to decide yeah. how or even if they want to to be a part of this. Yeah, you ain't wrong. 
So uh, fascinating. Thank you, Lisa, for sharing that with us. And uh, definitely I'm going to be looking at that too. Um, Josh and Cass are both up here. Let's bring up Cass first um, and uh, say GM to you, my friend. One second, Discord, one second. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We got him. How's it going, guys? We're great, man. How are you doing today? Oh, I just feel jaded and tired and waiting for cool pets. Cats, Cass, I got to ask you one important question. I'm going to throw some music on in the background and we got some choices. Do you want hip hop, lo-fi, chill or lounge or ambient? Pressure's uh, on, man. Lounge. You want some lounge music? All right, let's do it. I was going to say hip hop, but... This is good. I feel it. Cool. What's going on? You're a little bit, you said jaded and waited for uh, cool, cool pets. Yeah. Just, yeah. And just being around in the moon lounge for God knows how many hours. (laughs) That doesn't happen. People definitely spend responsible amounts of time on their NFT hobbies, right? Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's just the voice chat. The voice chat is cool. They just get to talk about that voice bet has been 24 hours a day, nonstop, minimum 15 to 20 people now for at least a week. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been a good vibe, man. Seriously, free market, you'll appreciate this. Sorry to cut you off, Cass. Matt just said, um, now the creepy apes and 3D things won't be in a back alley, they'll be in a dark forest while you sit around a campfire. Brilliant, <laughs> love it. Shank first. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cass. No, why not? No, I was talking to um, I was talking to not in the moon lounge, but I was talking to some people yesterday, and um, I just wanted to bring or well, ask you guys the same question. Um, they were thinking that the way that the NFTs are moving at the moment, the whole just the profile picture as a project is kind of over. Um, and because people want more utility or people want more, just more from the NFT. Okay. Um, would you, be, would you think that or would you not? I know um, what it was, but I want to hear what you guys said. No, I mean, I, I, I don't think it's over. I think that, um, we're going to see a wider variety of projects continue to succeed. You know, we saw the monster cat music NFT, uh, do really well, um, almost immediately. I think that there's uh, more of an awareness of where NFTs can go, uh, what utility they can provide. But I think still there's always going to be a demand for the, uh, kind of metaverse representation of, you know, your, your, your persona that you're, you're bringing out there. Um, and I'm not even just saying it metaverse in terms of like Decentraland or sandbox or anything like that, but just on discord or on these, um, games and these, you know, Twitter, you know, Twitter is a huge one. Right. Um, and you know, the parks NFT, I think will do really well, but I don't think you're going to see too many people putting them in their profile pictures. Right. I'm sure it's my general feeling. I, they might take a little bit of a backseat. Sorry, free market. No, no, no. I am sure we are working our way into a, uh, cyclical profile picture top. The underlying trend of the value of PFPs in your average person's life is not going anywhere. And the insulation we have is that 2021 will be the historic year for PFPs. So, you know, as we talk about 
PFPs three years from now, five years from now, six years from now. There's maybe two collections before 2021 that are, you know, considered elite blue chips, whatever it is as far as PFPs go. Everything happened in 2021. It's an historic year. I think a lot of the PFPs we own from that time are, are going to be considered historic. Short term, it certainly feels like we're working up a big PFP bubble that will translate into a fine art trend uh, or and these other types of NFTs as we talk about. But that said, I don't think we're anywhere near even the local pop in respect to people follow what influencers do. And I don't mean like traditional internet influencers, just people they look up to, people that are popular, people in business, people in sports, people in uh, uh, Hollywood. And I don't see that trend slowing down. And I just think people want to emulate. And even if they can't afford the PFP that the celebrity buys, they're going to want a PFP in a community of their own. As far as it has to be more than a PFP, I agree, but it doesn't have to be more than community. And I'm really getting sick of saying that word, but it really is the most evident thing to me is that the best way to keep a high floor price and to keep interest in a collection, no matter what the underlying art is, is have people who are passionate to talk about it and live it every day. And make it hard for them to leave, right? right? Not hard for them to leave like in a frictional sense, but you know, ha- have it hard for them to leave their friends, like the Kaijus and the Bored Apes. Like they don't want to sell their NFT because it means that they're going to get the boot from that great alpha room or that great discord that they have and, and all of that stuff, right? You build these friendships in these communities. And sure, you can keep in touch with them through discord DMs and blah, 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 blah. But it's just not the same, right? Like you, you, um, you, you want to be in there and we can go back to the original metaverse of like World of Warcraft. And that's why people stuck around for so long is they didn't want to leave their friends. Yep. Well, well that's kind of well said. Now, what, what? I, I kind of agreed I said no it, it can't be over because of the population side of things mm. um, just a, just the sheer fact of let's just say a million which I know it isn't but let's say a million people are in NFTs that's that's a that's a pin drop compared to how many people there are in the world oh yeah uh, for sure and you know what the scarcity isn't in um, tokens themselves or whatever but there is a scarcity of quality projects yes definitely definitely Derivatives as well, but you, 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 they're not quality derivatives. But I just look at things from um, okay. So if you could afford to go to the Gucci store to buy a Gucci handbag or whatever it is, you go into the store and buy a Gucci handbag. If you can't afford it, you will go to um, a Sunday market where there's a knockoff. Let's just say, um, which where these derivatives, I feel, or copies or flips or whatever they are, um, they will still be catered in a large way to the general public once when they do come in which could be in about two three four years time and what fmc did say as in these are going to be historic i agree with that as well because yeah. it's the it's the first it's it's the first introduction yeah. Of- yeah and those of us that were here last year are insulated and in that's that you know there's there's the community angle but once it transitions to the historic angle it adds such a premium to your collection it's mind-boggling 100 100 and i've always been a big thing about community i just 
it's the only thing that kind of makes sense of why you would hold long term. If you're there to flip, then yeah, community doesn't mean shit, and utility means more than anything else. But I think uh, as we see more people enter um, and the the rise, uh, you know, free market talks about this a lot. You know, the year of the the hardware integration, right? Like the idea that this is easy to get this on your wall, right? Like imagine this painting, you know, behind me here is now just a digital screen, and I could show NFTs on it. Like, you know, if that gets cheap, affordable, and and reasonable to do, you're going to see more people, especially as more people enter the space, start to do stuff like that. Um, and you're also going to see uh, a trend of just aesthetically good looking things. Like, do I want a picture of uh, like my profile picture up on that wall? Not really. Um, but I'm going to bring up a project that's and I, I, I like full disclosure. I have a couple of these that I don't consider them bags because they weren't overly expensive and they're not overly expensive right now. And I don't care if you go out and buy them or not, but I have them because I like them and I think they look good. But there's there is this project. Right. Um, and, you know, I could see something like this this isn't mine but up on my wall or something like that right because they look fantastic and as that becomes more accessible in this space you're going to see that element kind of come to fruition as well and we've seen it take a backseat generative art hasn't been doing super great but you know once it becomes like a flex or uh, an interesting talking piece when you're having people over to your house and for a dinner party and they see this uh, a screen that's just shifting all of these images and start to talk about it, right? Um, it's it's going to be far more appealing to actually go that extra route to own some of these things. I think you're going to see some of these uh, these projects that are low low floors or even high floors for the net high net worth individuals do really, really well. Mm, that's only 0.08. Yeah, I mean these do look great. And again, I haven't I've never brought these up on the show. They've been sitting in my wallet uh for a long time. Um but I mean hey. Hmm? D- you DM that link to me, not the whole collection. I want that one you just put on the screen. Don't anyone else No, that wasn't it. It was 0.04. 0.08. 0.08. I think that was it. You're getting sniped on the show here. This one. <laughs> Yeah, there it is. Send that link to old FMC. Yes, DM'd. Look at that. Purchase on the show. Yeah, and guys, like I said, I, I've I've owned these for a while. I did not spend a whole lot on them, and uh, I just like them, and I've had no reason to sell them because I just I once I get a digital frame, like it's going up there. Yep. It, here's, here's another question though. I mean, oh, lemons. I'm hiding that. Do Do you think that? Instead of your normal art, say say the art piece that we would normally put on a wall, let's say, um, do you think the fact of PFPs are more relatable to the individuals or starting to become more relatable to the individuals? So the art shift in the NFT space that is would could shift that way more? Just because just I mean, I just look at myself for an example, look at my lemon. Um, reason I got him, yes, he's rare-ish, but um beanie hats i wear beanie hats and caps and bandanas that's that's what i wear so i related i'm, I'm playful so he's got the little play thing in his hand and um the satchel bag i wear that on a regular basis anyway so um yeah it's just uh, i would maybe think because the majority of people in the world i don't think appreciates or, or finds it difficult to appreciate art you know you, you there's not a, a grand amount of people that will go to an art fair or you know um compared to like a uh, a concert 
uh, from from a from an influencer, let's say. And if an influencer buys an NFT product, like you guys were saying earlier, you will get the followers, which then makes it more relatable to them, which is the majority. Just a thought. Not saying it's right or wrong. No, just a it makes sense to me. Yeah, no, I completely, I completely agree, man. Um, yeah, for sure. And yeah, you know. I- I just even want to say the fact that people are talking about, you know, the PFP bubble or coming close to We just got hexes. We just got. Oh, hexes. yeah. 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 People, and Reddit, I, YouTube, Instagram people, are all talking about it. Yeah. Dude, I don't even people even understand the FOMO that's going to start permeating as people understand what these hexagons mean. I mean, it's such a big, I'm, you know, it's not about the 299 or Twitter blue or doxing or being against or for all these, you know, infighting drama. This is the legitimizing of our industry. Before I go, because I know Josh needs to get on as well. How do you do the whole hex thing on Twitter? It, you have to have an iPhone and you have to be in the US as far as I know right now. So, okay. You have to have Twitter Blue subscription. Yes. Too. Yes. <laughs> There's three uh, three requirements here. It's $2.99 a month. You have to own Twitter Blue. I have also heard that people, even if they have all those things, the iPhone, the US, and the Twitter Blue are having a hard time finding like, like it doesn't show up in their app or something. I think Twitter's still in beta. Or whatever, but uh, that—that's as far as I know what the issues are. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Um, Us Android plebs don't get it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I was just about to say that. I was a bit annoyed about that. I could, <laughs> if I could add it to my Mac or maybe my iPad, happy days. But I'm telling yeah. you, a Mac is a more important piece of your security arsenal than a hard wallet. A uh, hundred. Okay. <laughs> If he wasn't looking at his phone, he would have jumped out of his seat right there. He was no, I yeah, I heard you. (laughs) (laughs) I love my Android. Uh, I do love my Android. Yeah, man. You know what? For the longest time, I was taking pictures on my 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 Samsung Galaxy, and everyone was like, "Wow, those pictures are really clear." What phone do you have? And I was like, "Samsung," and they're like, "No shit." Right, like there's that meme, successful Apple marketing tactics that permeate pop culture. You mm. guys, no, it's okay. I actually do like Apple products. I just don't have any. Um, hey, Cobain, bring up the latest tweet no. from, uh, from our little lemon friends over there on your fancy little Twitter machine over there on my PC. Yes, that. <laughs> um, okay, well, I'm doing that. I just wanted to say uh, to Cambo, the oh, name of this collection, I will icon. pull it up. Sorry. What, what is it? Oh. Icon, our security expert. I just made quite the statement. No. He just said no. Is that right? <laughs> no. Yeah, please don't take that advice seriously, guys. If, if you don't have NSA, a hardware wallet. NSA, not security advice. More, more important is the meatware. Um, yeah, true. Actually, it's uh, it is the 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 biggest culprits are the uh, human beings behind it all for sure. Um, okay, so I actually just before I pull up the lemon that you asked me to, uh, Cambo asked what the collection that I referenced before was. It's called Obscure Alterations V two. Uh, there was a V one that had a pretty good floor for a while there. Uh, DRK was asking if that was the project that Hunter pumped up to four ETH. I can safely assure you that this has never ever even been close to four ETH. 
Um, it, I mean, maybe 0.2 at its max once they sold out, but uh, this was never like a big, big cook or anything. Again, I just really like it, uh, but I would go check it out. I mean, I, I, I think aesthetically they're beautiful, and that's the only reason I even brought it up. Um, little Lemon Friends, what, what are we talking about with this? Uh, Cass, thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to bring Josh up on the stage, my friend. Thank you. Cass, you still there? We love the yeah. cast. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, you have a great weekend. Okay, yeah. Josh, big win yesterday, moving the mountain of OpenSea and uh, getting it back. I still hope that you're going through the process if it's uh, affordable um, to uh, to to bridge your NFTs, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna get off OpenSea. This was a wake up call. You know, you can't put the genie back in the bottle, as I say. And OpenSea has shown the world that like they have the ability to just arbitrarily shut off people's collections. So I, you, it's, you can't it's put time. the toothpaste back in the tube. As I'm gonna hook you up with the dev after the show. I talked to him. Uh, I, I did. Oh, you cool. you're already doing it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We're, I'm, I'm moving forward for sure. Oh, okay, cool. Well, no, no, oh, no. I'm sorry. I need it. I I would love to talk to a dev. Right. If you Good. I'll get a, yeah, I'll get the homie uh, to, uh, to talk to you. Cool. Love it. Um, also, gotta say, I always enjoy Cass in the morning. He's got such good vibes. I love the Cass. Be up on stage with him and and get some of that great. Well, next time we'll just bring you both up. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to let you two chat for uh, a minute and um, I will be right back. Sounds good. All flatter again. Hey, hey, Josh. Hey, hey, FMT. So what's going on with Little Lemons? What's what's okay? All right. All right. Now, uh, what can I say? There there's been steady volume here. I think people have noticed that just over the last day, there's been some lemons moving. There's been a few sweeps. Um, some larger whales who have been getting rid of some have finally been cleared out. Uh, there's a supply crisis brewing. Our unique owners are rising. And people have just been saying to me, man, doesn't it feel like something is coming? Well, I want to direct everybody's attention to the tweet on the screen. It says, GM, we sense a lemony world takeover soon. Okay. Without saying anything, I would take this tweet very, very seriously. Um, my bullishness on lemons cannot be overstated. And I just, uh, I think everyone needs some citrus in their lives then I love it. I love it. I know it's not the one up on screen, but they, you know, they post their little backstory two panel oh. comics for different traits. And they posted the, uh, the new egghead one today absolutely excellent i love it (laughs) these are fabulous like i you know we we fell in love with these with these traits the moment they revealed i always talk about how hard it is to not just conceive enough traits for a ten thousand pfp collection but to actually make them look good when they're randomly put together you know like sometimes traits don't make sense or sometimes it doesn't fit right and Scenarius absolutely nailed these, but man, we always look at all these traits and we kind of wonder why is this lemon doing this or how this happened to this lemon. And you guys don't know, I, I co-host a little thing called the morning squeeze with Michael Reapy every day at, at 12 PM. And it goes, we, we do something called the lemon of the day. And I've always liked to give them these little backstories and seeing these comics really heartens me. Cause I can tell you that 
There's some very, very interesting media in the works. You know, these lemons are going to have backstories. There's going to be very, very rich, um, rich storytelling coming down the road for these lemons, both from uh, the community and the lemons themselves. And we're starting to see it with these comics. I mean, I I want to point out, you know, there was a 17 hours long space lemon spaces marathon the other day. And it wasn't on purpose. I logged on to a very small lemon space that it just that it started after a previous lemon space by the unofficial dev. Someone else threw one up. There's just 23 people in there chatting. We lemons all the way down. Lemons all the way down. We hopped in. We started. We started talking. More people started pumping in. All of a sudden, we had. A few more hosts on stage. We were having a great time. There was over 100 people in there. Vinnie Hager jumps in. Bunch of cool cats jump in. And we thought, hell, why don't we give away 11 right now? This is a great time to give away 11. I said, if we can get 200 people in here, I will give away a little lemon friend. We got 612 people at one point in that space. We were going till 4 a.m. I literally fell asleep on the spaces. I wake up the next morning. I start doing the show with Cobain. And then lo and behold, I start getting DMs. Hey, is the contest still running? Hey, I'm like, what are these people even talking about? If you click on the spaces, it must be done. Like, you, how could you win if it, the spaces was still going and not only was it still going it bled right into the morning squeeze that day then the morning squeeze went for three hours and you want to know my whole point here it was organic it was not forced we were just having a good time there's no the 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 communities that are going to last are the ones that are getting together not for the financials of the project not to talk about the roadmap and what's next it's to get together and shoot the shit you make friends. You don't want to leave those friends. You want to feel more connected to them. When you have a group of friends, you start dressing the same. You use the same slang. Well, all of our outfits are lemons. This is very powerful. And boy, there's going to be some announcements coming soon. I wrote a thread once saying that little lemons are the next cool cats. I just want to say that I, I believe that more than ever today. You wrote it to Gary V, and he uh, he left you on red. Man, goes. I don't know if you. I got a very nice Christmas present on Christmas Day. It felt like a bit of a baby Jesus miracle, but Gary V followed old FMC uh, because of a comment I made on one of his threads. I was super excited. I thought, oh man, the man is watching me now. And since then, I have been left on red and ghosted. I don't blame him, but you know, I did think the follow meant a little more than that. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> lemons on the way. Merch on the way. Coming this month. Shout out to Miho, who just pointed it out. And oh, baby. We love the lemons. Organic lemons. lemons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, oh, hey. Um, R2, Yo. you showed Obscure Alterations V2. But mm-hmm. people should also check out V1. The floor is a little higher, but it's not crazy. Um, there's some really cool ones in there that are up for sale right now. Yeah, this um, is a smaller, collection. smaller collection. Um, 0.13 floor. This one did get a little bit higher. I think at one point it was about a two ETH floor. Very, very, very briefly. Um, yeah, I, I mean, they're oh yeah, they're definitely a little more vibrant and unique uh, compared to each other. Cool. 
I don't own any of these ones, but I, I thought I, I thought I mentioned it. <clears throat> I yeah, just, yeah. I've got a few. So you were familiar with them too, eh? Yeah, I mean, I think we both heard about them maybe from NVO, or at least NVO used to talk about them. I don't know who who discovered. I'm not sure. Them, I remember that they were um, put up for sale on OpenSea by the artist. I, I don't know that it was an OpenSea mint or if it was minted and then put up on OpenSea to their wallet and then they sent it. Um, I seem to recall these being for sale for like point, uh, not the not V1, V2, um, for sale for like 0.08 or 0.06 or something like that. It wasn't a huge. Um, wasn't a huge ask uh gen art glitch art traditional art was a little bit more in vogue back then too it's definitely kind of taken a, a back seat um but yeah i mean the, the the work has been fantastic i'm gonna just check out the twitter um they follow me cool i follow them nice yeah they do a lot of great stuff Oh, love it. Hey, um, one other question. You guys, we, there was a giveaway a while ago that I, on, uh, in the Moon Lounge, that I won for gutter craniums. I don't really know anything about the project. I haven't really heard much talk about them. I was wondering if you guys have any insights into that project, what it's about, what the deal is, or I, how it got connected to Alphamid. Sorry, what say the project again? Uh, gutter gutter craniums, I believe. This um. is a, <laughs> this is a mashup between gutter cats and craniums. Um, they, they, they are a pretty classic mashup that actually looks pretty good and seems to respect both the art, but I have not dug really deep on it. I did talk to the creator briefly and we did raffle off some allow list spots for them, but I did not, uh, hang in the, uh, hang in the discord much. So I will take a look at that today since you are allow listed and we will, do you know when they're minting Josh? I don't know off the top of my head, but I think it's coming up soon. Okay, so I, I will check on when that mint date is, and I'll either contact you in the DGen Dojo, or we'll talk about it on the show on Monday if they haven't minted yet. Uh, I'll go take a look at it. Love it, love it. Well, hey, guys, great chatting this morning. FMC, if you can connect me with that dev, I would love it just to get a, another perspective, figure out what the heck I should do. I am so busy and stacked. I forget things very quickly. DM me right now, just so you're at the top of my DMs and I don't lose it. And uh, yes, I will make sure to do that. All right, boom. You got it. You guys have a good one. Yep. Yeah, you too. Josh, always a pleasure. And I just uh, want to say, uh, ha ha icon, yeah, left on red, like the other 2 million people who send Gary DMs. Okay, I will have you know that there is only 16,000 of us that are allowed to send Gary DMs, all right? His DMs are closed, and only those that follow him get to send him DMs and be... No, no, only those that he follows. All right. Ha! You are a legend, FMC. <laughs> No, um, you know, what, I'm going to uh, I'm going to touch on one more thing. Um, and I actually need to look into this more. And if uh, it's Ecclesi was mentioning uh, Pixelmon as uh, an up and coming project to look at, I'm going to pull it up on the screen here. Um, if someone can clarify this for me, is this the same project that was a, a Minecraft mod? For, for quite some time if anybody has any info on that because my son used to play that a lot and if this is the the same team and in the same vein i am i'm gonna be sold on this i can tell you that much i am aping it Merry no Christmas. no it's it's such a powerful uh ip and um yeah i guess it's got the minecraft looks to it um this isn't gonna feed the sound through but uh dang I this is like a weisenheimer this morning 
Yeah, I'm going to have to uh, look into this a little bit more. I've seen it flying around, but I don't know why the name never registered with me and in, in, uh, in conjunction with that. But, uh, you know, if oh, these are locked, can't see it. Mint. When is this going down? February 7th, public sale. Cool. Previews look fantastic on it. I want to know more about it. Um, I definitely have to do some uh, deeper digging. Uh, I'm going to write it down. Maybe we can kind of talk about it on the show sometime next week when we uh, get some of the other uh, big topics out of the way. Thank you for bringing that up, Ecclesi. Remark, you like the Pixelmon? Yeah, sold based on just that art you showed me. I don't know what the price is. I don't even know what they do. <laughs> it does. Yeah, for sure. This looks like it's great. Amazing. I mean, very bright, bright and vibrant. Love it. Like absolutely. And is it a, a P2E? I'm going to dig some more information up about oh, that. Okay. So Pixelmon was originally either a Minecraft mod or Minecraft server that was like Pokemon. Um, you know, they, they definitely took a lot of influence from Pokemon where you ran around in Minecraft and collected your uh, your Pokemon-esque pets. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of gameplay in there. And I'm just wondering if this is like the uh, P2E NFT version of that. And if it's by the same team, I can tell you that they've been around for a while. Um, I've never played it personally myself. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I know my, my son was... Uh, uh, I don't want to say obsessed with it. Played, played it a lot. <laughs> So yeah, this is up. Uh, Joshua is saying the price is point one ETH. Hey, that could be a that could be a thing. Gonna I'm mark that you. down on the calendar. Welcome. This is this is the cycle meta. When you tell me something's point one ETH, I'm a lot more likely to go look at it than if you tell me something's point oh two. I want quality. I know how much money is coming into the market. I see how high things could move. Now projects need to start thinking. Okay, if you're a quality project. You want to price yourself high. You want to signal to all these people sitting on piles of ETH that your project is the one to mint. And you do that with price. Well, if this is the same, like I said, I'm going to do some digging, but if this is the same team, they have been around working on, uh, you know, before the NFT stuff around for a while. So if you want to bet on teams that have a track record of success, this could be one, could be one. Um, what is this uh, last, I guess, last thing? We can start wrapping it up a little bit. Um, Kaiju's just tweeted out. What is this? Beep, beep, boop. Do you see it? <laughs> no, I didn't see it yet. It's got the computer. I think the, uh, what is that? The failed experiment computer? That's, yeah, that's the FE, guys. Guys. It's got some spooky music that you guys can't hear. There's a there's an FM supply crisis right now in Kaiju's, and there hasn't been a hype cycle yet. They're about to um, they're about to set set a firecracker here. So you know, and I got but woof. I gotta say though, this is uh, this looks a lot like a, a teaser video that I saw for another pixel art project. We're we're fans of each other. Yes, of course. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I got called out for my scope. You know my. You know my wolf scope. They said that trait looks awful familiar there, buddy. I said, all right. Wouldn't a uh, wolf and kaiju crossover be cool? Are you kidding me? Look, look, look. Let's come on. This is a public show. It's not a. I'm not saying that that's happening. There's nothing. There's nothing. Oh, yeah. I do have to be careful. I'm not I'm not teasing anything. We're not teasing anything. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, I wasn't I wasn't thinking about that. I was. uh, Yeah, 
I got a little ahead of myself. Um, please don't take that as gospel. And I'm not backtracking or anything. No, 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 no. We're having a good time. Just having some fun. We love the, Cobain. We love the art too. I gotta, I'm, I'm saying that a lot, Reese. I love everybody. I'm in a good mood. NFTs. Yeah, we're looking forward to uh, to the weekend. What do you got going on this weekend? NFTs. JPEGs. JPEGs. Good the to go. PNGs. Some of them, some of them, they're GIFs. I, I won't lie. I won't lie. There'll be a few GIFs sprinkled in. Yeah, we're coming up from uh, a week from the Super Bowl too. That's going to be exciting. Oh my God, I'm trying. I, I really, I don't want to get to. This is the problem. Stop saying all these bullish things to me. It's it's just too much. Like it just. I, I, you just disconnected right in the middle of your sentence. You're so excited. <laughs> My brain disconnected. I don't want to get too bullish here. Just short-circuited. <sighs> All right, guys. Well, this has been a lot of fun. A lot of people showed up for the uh, the show today. We always appreciate your time. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about before I uh, wrap this up? That's all I want to talk about, sir. I, I I am so pumped for today's auction. I am so pumped for cool pets on Monday. I am so pumped to see what kaijus and lemons are going to be announcing here this week. Oh boy, this is going to be a good time. Yes, it's going to be uh, fantastic, Cambo. Thank you for the suggestion. I was just going to say, if you guys enjoyed the show and you're new to it, please just hit the subscribe button and or the like button. It does help us out. Um, but again, I don't lose any sleep over it. Just a, kind of a little obligatory thank you. Um, yeah, so we, we talked about a lot of stuff today. We've got a lot to look forward to this weekend. Going to be watching Raid Party incredibly closely. Uh, I think that's uh, probably that and Cool Pets are going to be you know some of the biggest things that we talk about in 2022. And we are just here finishing up January. Again, I want to thank everybody for their time. I think we hit like 65 viewers today, which is fantastic. Um, love to see all the new people here. Love to see all the familiar faces. You guys have yourself a great weekend. Happy minting. Happy JPEG. And uh, Free Market, take us out of here. Free Market, take us out of here. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful degenerates.